Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, this is Silver Black Friday, this is our podcast, our preview podcast for week 13, Raiders at New York Jets, don't screw it up this time guys, playoffs still there, still control their own destiny in a lot of ways, don't screw it up, beat those Dolphins, beat those Colts, beat those Jets. So you know how this show works. I'll give you news and notes. I want to make you guys the smartest Raider fans in the nation. And and talk a little bit about the, the Jets preview game. I don't really have a lot to preview about this freaking 0-11 team. You know what I mean? I, I think the Raiders' chances of winning this game actually increase with that blowout loss at the Falcons because they're not going to be... There's going to be no letdown Sunday. They're going to know that they can be embarrassed by a lesser team. And there's nothing more embarrassing to losing to a 0-11 team. <clears throat> if the Jets win this game, that's leading all the, you know, that's leading all the websites, all the highlight shows. The Jets finally win a game. It took to December... But the Jets finally win the game. The Raiders don't want that. They just dealt with that. And they're the better team. So let's just just get it done. I'll I'll do some previewing here and there, but we're just going to chat. You know, and if they were to lose this game, forget the playoffs. Six and six and six. Then you say, oh God, here goes what happened last year for sure. And that'll be in their head, and they wouldn't deserve it if they lose to the Jets. So, but I don't, I don't think the Jets have enough talent, enough juice, enough coaching, enough care, really, to make this enough sustained plays to win that game. And they haven't yet this year. They haven't made enough sustained plays sustained competitiveness to win a game. So, I just don't think it's going to happen this week. John Gruden, yeah, you know what? John Gruden made himself look good by saying, oh, the Falcons are the best 3-7 and seven team he's ever seen. Well, you know, whatever. I don't know if they're true or not. But they got whooped. He didn't say that, oh, the Jets are the best 0-11 team I've ever seen, but he did say, oh, they're, they're tough. You've seen that. If you watch that Miami game Sunday, they're tough. No, they, they were inept, especially on offense. The Raiders' defense might look good on Sunday. Who cares? I'm sick of saying, oh, well, they made a couple of plays. So, no, I want to see them win a game against a good team. But, again, just win this game, get home, Get to the final uh, quarter of the season and, and, and get closer to the playoffs. That's the, that's your task. You know, Quentin Williams is playing great for the Jets. Alabama player, uh, number three overall, went right before Quentin Farrell. Jets, I mean, the Raiders probably would have taken Williams if he was available. Jets weren't going to take Quentin Farrell, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> so... You know, he's their one guy that you got to stop. But on most NFL teams, they got 13, 14 guys you got to stop. 
So, you know, just take care of business. Don't play smart. Play smart, please. This team hasn't played smart in weeks. Calm down on the penalties. Calm down on the turnovers. Don't get too cute. Just go out and win. Don't want to hear any excuses. Just go out and win. You know, I mean, there you go. That's my preview. So I want to talk about other things. You know, I, I thought, I think Gruden gets cute sometimes. We just talked about don't be cute. I think he does get too cute. I think he got too cute on that first drive. You know, you're playing a bad team. Don't, you know, don't on your own territory. Don't go in fourth down one. Just punt the ball and, and, and play some defense. And that's not the reason why they lost. It wasn't, but it's like he gets too cute. He never wants to, he never wants to give up the ball. And, of course, no offensive coach wants to give up the ball. But sometimes when it's prudent in the grand scheme, do it. Um, so I, I, I that kind of bothered me from the game. We didn't talk about that the other day because there was so much other, like, wow, these guys just blew this game. Um, but, you know, since Bruton's taken over, they've been the second most outscored team in 43 games. That's a that's a big window to the Jets, the Jets or the next. When the Raiders lose, they seem to get blown out quite a bit, and it's happened this year too. So you can't say, oh well, it was only at the beginning when they were four and twelve when he was restarting. Remember, this was supposed to be the close to a finished product, close, not a young finished product, but the core. And and they, and they said it. Oh, we were so fast on defense, and we have a complete defense, and this and this and that. So you can't say it's the talent is not there. They that they paid for the talent. And they p drafted the talent. So it's there, you know. Um, John Gruden is currently seventeen and twenty six in his second go around with the Raiders. Um, so even if they win the next, they win out. He'll still be four games under five hundred in, in in his Raider tenure. That's not why he got paid $10 million a year for 10 years. And I don't think he's going to get fired, and I, I don't think he should get fired. Now, if they don't make the playoffs in the next two years with seven teams in the playoffs and all the money and all the draft picks, yeah, fire him. Um, but I don't think he deserves that. I mean, that's, you know, he, he, he is, there's still a really good chance for to win, like, 10 games. So, you know, but... After you lose a game like that, that's what that's what people are talking about. But again, I think the narrative changes again this week. I think they take care of business against the Jets. They're six and six. They're in decent spots. Somebody ahead of them loses, so their road to the playoff is a little bit more, a less windy. And you feel good about yourselves going into. Uh, the next game, and who is that next game? Not that it matters, but I think is it is it the Colts? Yeah, it's the Colts. It's the Chargers on a Thursday night. Then the Dolphins, week sixteen, day after Christmas. Not they're playing on Saturday, not Sunday. That was the league announced that yesterday. So mark those calendars: five fifteen primetime game. Got that primetime game that you, the 
Tampa Bay game got taken away because of the corona. So, and then they end up in Denver, who they should squash. Denver's a mess. Josh Jacobs on the injury front, sprained ankle. John Gruden says he, the player himself is confident that he'll play on Sunday. My thinking, if he's not close to being 100% by Friday, I'll just let him sit it out. There's a lot of season left, and a lot of important season left. And if you can't beat the Jets with Devontae Booker and Jalen Richard, you, sorry, it, it ain't worth worrying about it then. I, I just want Josh Jacobs to be ready. They're a different team when he's hot. So I just want him to be as prepared as possible. And if he doesn't play against the Jets, it's not the end of the world. Damon Arnett has a concussion. They're, they're, they think that he's going to get through that. It's important, you know, it's, you don't want to mess with those injuries. Um, so, who knows if he plays on Sunday, but it looks like it'll be short-term. Trent Brown practices on Wednesday, um, but probably not going to play this week. Again, get him ready for next week. Get him, and this is a big man. This is a guy who's played a, one game in three snaps, so I think he needs a, a little bit of training camp, if you will. And to get him ready for that stretch run. So if he gets two good practice weeks under his feet, then I think you play him. And I think that's the plan. Chance that um, Joyner and Farrell uh, are back off the Corona list soon and play Sunday. So the injury, the injury worries not that bad after this week. What we thought they might be, and we see Arnett escorted off the field and. Josh Jacobs looking like, uh-oh, that doesn't look good. So, that that's good news. Weather's supposed to be in the mid-40s, a little partly cloudy, but not too bad Sunday in New York, so shouldn't have to worry about that too much. One thing you have to worry about is Derek Carr's fumbles. He has eight fumbles and been, back, been sacked 17 times. So it's almost a 50% chance if you sack that guy, he's going to lose a fumble. And that's kind of ridiculous. He only has four interceptions, two in the last two games, but only four interceptions in 11 games, which is tied for third least in the NFL. But when you have all these fumbles, that's 12 turnovers in 11 games, and that's a lot. And in a lot of ways, a lost fumble is worse than an interception because... Most cases, if a quarterback fumbles the ball, in most cases the defense is going to take possession and better field position than an interception. There's probably bigger, big play potential on an interception, but a fumble, you're probably getting the ball closer to where you need to get, and that's the other guy's end zone. So it's an issue. He has the most fumbles by anybody in the NFL since he... Entered the league in 2014. So this just isn't uh, uh, just having a bad year. And you know what defense's coordinators say to their guys every week? You get to him, he's probably going to fumble. It's a, it's a roulette wheel chance. So everybody, if we're going to, we think he's, we're getting this guy down, be ready. Be ready for that ball to come out. So, I mean, that's that's an issue. 
So, um, Henry Ruggs, 42 snaps uh, against Atlanta, tied with Aguilar for the most uh, on the team against the Falcons. Hunter Renfro had 41. So it was interesting to see that, you know, Ruggs' snap, snap count go up. He had 33 snaps against the Chiefs. He's not still not getting a lot of targets. He had five targets against the Falcons, tied his season high, which was week one. He has 17 catches with 312 yards on 31 targets. Going into last week, he had 13. He was 13th amongst rookies in targets. Th that's not good for being the first receiver taken or receiver rich draft. So, but it seems like the Raiders get it, and they're trying to get him more snaps. So more snaps, more. More targets, more possibilities, more plays, right? I mean, he had a big play against the Falcons. The dude has ability. He has ability. Again, I ain't calling him a bus. That's, that, that'd be silly. Another, another guy I like, and if you know, if you've been in my podcast, you know that I like this guy. And I want to see him get more snaps. Is Foster Moreau. I don't, I don't know if he's not right after the ACL. I mean, he hasn't been on the injury reports. He's just not getting much playing time. He was getting more playing time last year. Witten's taking his playing time. I'd like to see Moreau get... I, I like Moreau. I think he'd become a nice player. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Um, what else we got? Just looking at my notes. Tack McKinley on the injured reserve, so we won't see him until at least two, three more weeks. But at least you know he's in the program, which is nice. There's been some talk about a new contract for Derek Carr. You know, he's played well, obviously. Um, I don't know if you give him a new contract until maybe after, late next year, because he's not a free agent for another few years. So maybe after next year you give him a contract or late next year. But it, it's something to think about, certainly. So there you have it. There's the news and notes. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I'm not a long-winded dude. I just give you the goods and we get out. So Jets preview, basically don't be dumb. Don't screw it up. Have some urgency. Get home at 6-6 six and six and move on. So we're going to talk after that game. So have a great rest of your week, everybody. Have fun. Be safe. This is Bill Williamson. This is Overback Pride. Take care.